Welcome to the highball. <coughs> Excuse I'm me. I'm going to leave that cough in there. <laughs> you may. What is highball, Alicia? Highball is this thing we do where we get real high and we... I tell you a Bible story when we talk about it. I have actually learned so much about the Bible. <laughs> this is what, the 15th episode, I think? Something like that. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, yeah, it's crazy. What have you learned? So, uh, yeah, I mean, we do, I do read right out of the Bible a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it is just an interesting... <laughs> place <laughs> arguably the most boring part of the podcast right this is very strange word I'm, you need to start working on this rewrite <laughs> just do a page a day no yeah <laughs> come on at least that for my christmas present oh my god that would be perfect oh my god. for jesus birth just not the <sighs> whole thing just like that many pages. Be still my heart. Just that many pages. <laughs> okay, wait, let's get into this. Wait, no, we had weed first. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to a CBCB you in did. Berkeley. I did. You they really liked my dog, which made me happy because I like best. my dog too. We had raw garden again because it's the best. There's mm-hmm. a jackpot sauce. Mm, very, very good. Alicia had the head stash. Yeah. Star dog. It is good. And then we got more cookies. Yes, the good more ones. More of the Corova Saturday morning cookies because they were delicious. So good. So good. But uh, what yeah. Bible story are we doing today? More David. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. Even though I like just recorded that. <laughs> so, are you ready? Up. Yep. We left off with David telling Saul, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm Jesse's son." And if you remember, Saul up to this point did not know that David had been anointed king behind his back by Samuel, that prophet guy. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So in the next chapter, First Samuel chapter eighteen. It says, when he finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Now, Jonathan is Saul's son. And so, so for some reason, all of a sudden, Jonathan and David are just like best friends. Hmm. Just BFFs. They're ready to go. Anyway, (laughs) Saul took David and would no longer let him go back and forth to his dad's house. Remember before he was like coming to play the harp for Saul and then he would go back home and come back. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's rude. You just all of a sudden stop letting him go home. The fuck? But who's going to take care of the sheep? Yeah, the other guy that David had do that. And then it says Jonathan and David, quote, made a covenant (laughs) because they loved each other or whatever. (laughs) Very vague terms. 
Then I'm, just like, I'm telling you, you gotta do this Bible. I'm already <laughs> thinking about how in modern times this is Johnny and Dave. They're both blonde for some reason. Because Johnny and Dave are just very blonde names. For me, even though I know a Dave that's not blonde. Oh yeah. But But sure, yeah. You're right. This is gonna be a TV series many <laughs> seasons long. Need to get There's working. So many. You need tomorrow. Oh my god. I want to see page one. <laughs> I'm gonna start you a Google Doc tonight. A shared Google Doc tonight. <laughs> and I expect to see progress. <laughs> you're a good writer. Ugh. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. <laughs> you're gonna wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so back to the story. Uh, Jonathan gives David whatever robe he was wearing and his armor and his sword and his bow and his belt. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Why are you... What are, what is this gift giving? Here, let me give you some clothing that I'm wearing right now. And then my Was like, it armor. off his back? It says in the text it was the the robe he was wearing. Why? Why are you doing that? It sounds like maybe he was offering his body. <laughs> and his belt and all these things. Right? That yeah. sounds like a little a little bit suggestive. Well you'll see what happens. Okay. Later, so <laughs> Okay, see, this is going to be a great TV show. You're right. So, (laughs) this is a weird story. David goes wherever Saul tells him. And it says he behaves wisely. Saul makes him the head of his army dudes, his army dudes, excuse me. And everybody likes him, including all of Saul's servants. When David and company were coming home after Delioth gets killed and all that, a bunch of ladies came from all over the place to meet Saul. They're singing and dancing with tambourines and shit. <laughs> They're singing, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. And Saul does not like that shit. <laughs> He's like, these bitches are really out here saying that David has killed more people than me. Fuck this shit. He's not happy. How many people has he killed? I don't know because before it it just said that David had just. Right. It said that David had killed a lion and a bear. Whatever. What's with all these people killing lions and bears? I don't know. Why are you doing that? Where is this that it's always, like, specifically lions and bears? Is it ever tigers? I don't remember seeing a tiger in the Bible. But I, I mean... All right. Maybe we'll get, like, we'll get one at some point. There are lots of horses. Cheetahs? I don't remember any cheetahs. Anyway, so these ladies are singing this shit, and, and Saul's not happy, and he, it says that he eyed David from that day forward. So he was, like, watching him. But the next day, when the distressing spirit comes back, remember that? 
Mm-hmm. David comes to play the harp like he always does. And, but this time Saul has a spear with him. And he throws the spear saying, I will pin David to the wall. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and it says that David escaped twice. So, well, if he's just like throwing the spear two times in a row, he had two spears. Yeah. Or if David like came back and got a spear thrown at him again. I don't know. You'll see that Saul keeps just being scared of David, but he keeps not, like, firing David or anything. <laughs> he's just scared of him. It's very weird. So, oh, it says that he's scared because the Lord is with David. And remember, the Lord left Saul alone because of his disobedience. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> Saul kind of got rid of him, so to say, by... Making him captain of a thousand dudes? I'm like, why don't you just tell him to leave? I don't... If you're scared of him, you don't like him. Whatever. He's still coming and going from wherever Saul is. Mm -hmm. And the Lord is with David. And it says he's, like, doing his job really well. And everybody, like, everybody loves him. Yeah. And so Saul is even more scared of that. And it's just... Oh, poor Saul. <laughs> Saul then gives his older daughter to David. <laughs> Talking like... Okay, this makes sense. <laughs> you can have Merab, that's her name, as a wife. You just gotta fight the Lord's battles for me. Because now he's thinking, oh, I want him to be fighting the Philistines, so I don't have to deal with him. Okay. That's his thought process. That makes sense. Sure. David's like, I'm just a random guy, though. How could I be the son-in-law of a king? And then Saul gives that daughter to some other guy. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want her. Luckily, though, Saul's other daughter, Michael. Sorry, Michael. Her name is Michael. M I C H A L. Michelle. Michael. Yeah, I guess Michael. I've always heard of Michael. So interesting. Yeah. Just happened to love David. That's nice. He has another daughter that just really likes this guy anyway. Saul finds out and he's hella stoked. He's like, oh, I can give her to David. Maybe she'll distract him, you know, and the Philistines can just get him. He's just really scheming and plotting to call David. It's just crazy. So he goes back to David and literally says... You shall be my son-in-law today. <laughs> and I guess, because I guess you can just order people to get married. <laughs> then he's telling his servants to secretly tell David, the king likes you. We all like you. You should become his son-in-law. So the servants go and talk to him. And David's like, uh, it's kind of a big deal to marry a king's daughter. I'm poor. And the servants go back and talk to Saul. And this is where it gets really weird. <laughs> Saul tells the servants, here's what you're going to tell David. I don't want a dowry. I just want guests. <laughs> I would love for you to guess. I'm going to say it's a hundred somethings. What do you think he wants? Knowing everything you know about the Bible thus far. <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, gold coins? Slaves. Very close. I mean, good. that's a good guess. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of slave exchange. I don't know. Four skins. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say... I was gonna say, before you said a hundred, I was gonna say he wants him to be circumcised. But then I was like, no, that's weird. And then you said a hundred, and I was like, it can't be can't be anything related to that anymore. No, it's a hundred foreskins. How do they how do they teach this to children? I I don't like know. not that it's not that it's inappropriate to teach children about foreskin, but like No, no, I don't. uh, I because I am sure that's not a subject often talked about in church. Right, I'm like trying to remember hearing these terms, but they were probably just never explained. You read them, you read past them, and you talk about the other things in the story, that kind of a thing. Well, I mean, I do remember at some point looking it up, you know, (laughs) right? Like you're a kid, but but being like foreskin, you're like. (laughs) I don't really know what that means, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, what are we doing now? What is with all these foreskins? There's such an obsession. So much foreskin talk. Anyway, it gets better. (laughs) So he says he wants these Philistine foreskins as vengeance on his enemies. That's what Saul wants. Fucking crazy. Saul thinks that if he sends David out to fight, he'll just get killed. I'll send him to get these fucking foreskins. He's not going to get all these foreskins. He's going to get killed by these Philistines. What? What a weird plan. Why does it even have to involve foreskins? I don't understand that. Anyway, when David hears about this, he's just cool with the plan. He takes his men, he kills 200 Philistines, and brings their foreskins to Saul. (laughs) So he doubles the number of foreskins just on his own. (laughs) What a good dowry. (laughs) So then he's like, well, okay, well, here's my daughter. (laughs) It's just an interesting trade scenario. Not really sure why that needs to go down. What do you think he did with those foreskins? I don't want to think about it. I want you to think about it. <laughs> I mean, is he making like uh, some sort of... And I want the four skin people <laughs> listening to this to think about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean, are you like putting them in some sort of place of honor? Are you like burying them in the ground? Like, I don't know what... <laughs> Burning them? Yeah, I don't... I, I'm not sure what you do with foreskins. Like, what? I'm also curious. 200 foreskins. What is the how, how much like, foreskin how much? is yeah. that? <laughs> uh, if uh, if how one much? of you listeners could do math on that, thank you. What's the approximate weight of a foreskin? Go ask Reddit or something for us. Like I'm an sure adult, someone there. An adult male foreskin. Ew, so, I like. like I don't. I wouldn't know. But different like amount, I guess, because it gets yeah, it's very penis size. Yeah, we are. So, anyways, anyway, do this that is math. again. If you're still listening, this is Bible. <laughs> <laughs> we, Where we we've had get a lot of THC and then talk about the Bible. But honestly, my opinion is that you need to be high to read the Bible because it is very and how weird. I feel. Yeah. All of this 
for some reason, made Saul more afraid of David. Even though it's like, you're the one who suggested the foreskin situation. So, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So it says he became David's enemy continually. Whatever that means. (laughs) Damn you for doing what I wanted. (laughs) And this chapter ends very randomly. It says that some Philistine princes go out to war. And whenever they went out, David behaved more wisely than all the servants of Saul so that his name became highly esteemed. Some other guys are going to war and people like David. I'm not sure. The Bible's weird. Yeah. So chapter 19, next chapter. Saul tells his servants and his son, Jonathan, That they should kill David. So now he's just being outright, we're just gonna kill him. (laughs) He was trying to like do it through, you know, back channel means before, but now he's outright trying to kill David. It says that Jonathan delighted greatly in David. Hmm. That sounds interesting. So he warns him that Saul is trying to kill him. And he says... You know, you gotta be on guard till morning. You just gotta hide out. I'm gonna go talk to my dad. I'll come back and tell you all about it. You know, like, I'm just gonna be a spy, you know? Right. Jonathan goes to Saul and starts, he's, like, talking David up. You know, don't mess with David. He hasn't messed with you. He's done good things for you. He killed that giant, and it was great for the nation. And you were hella happy about it. You were rejoicing. And why would you want to kill him for no reason? You know, Saul says, fine, okay, I won't kill him. And so David was just cool to hang out with Saul again. No, (laughs) no, that's not how it ended. Well, this isn't the end. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) So I was about to be really upset. Then randomly, David goes and fights some Philistines and he kicks their asses just randomly in the middle of the story. Then the distressing spirit came back. Upon Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand. And again, David is playing music, and Saul tries to pin him against the wall with the spear again. Why is he still trying to kill him with the spear? He's again doing this shit. I don't get it. But the spear flies into the wall, and David escapes. What the fuck? So <laughs> Saul sends messengers to watch David's house and kill him in the morning. I don't know why it needs to be in the morning if you're sending them to kill him. Why can't they just kill him? Michael, I guess, knows about this. And she tells him, if he doesn't escape, you're going to (laughs) die. And she lets him down through a window so he can run away. Mm -hmm. I love that all of of this guy's kids are more into David than their father. He sucks, you know, I guess. So Michael pulls a Ferris Bueller, which I don't remember. She puts some stuffing in the bed <laughs> with his clothes and goat hair at the top. So it looks like his body. That is really funny. So it's a really Ferris Bueller. Ripped off the Bible. Yeah. Michael came first. And it's real and true and everything that's written in it really happened. Goat hair. Mm-hmm. So when Saul's men come, she's just like, oh, he's sick. <laughs> 
And so Saul sends the guys back and he's like, bring him in, the, bring, bring the whole bed over here so I can kill him. What the fuck? <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> why, would, <laughs> why would you bring the whole bed when you could just bring the person? I don't, what a weird request. But he's really mad. That's how mad he is. He's like, I don't care what it takes. Bring the whole fucking bed. <laughs> when they get there and see that it's a fake body. <laughs> Saul asks his daughter, why'd you do this to me? You let... <laughs> why, Michael? Why? <laughs> you let him escape. Why? He's just crying and it's just so sad. and yeah. Poor Saul. And Michael, I don't know why she responds this way, but she just says that David asked her to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. So I just said, okay. <laughs> he asked me to let him go, so I let him go. <laughs> okay. Anyway, meanwhile, David goes to Prophet Samuel. Remember that? Okay. Yes. And tells him everything that happened with Saul. So they go stay in Nath, and word gets back to Saul where they are. These people are just really busybodies out here. I don't know, just people just talking and talking and telling everybody where everybody's at. And so he sends his guys to get David. And here's a weird thing. This is directly from the Bible. When they saw the group of... Oh my god. <sighs> I forgot how weird this is. When they saw the group of prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as leader over them, the spirit of God came upon the messengers of Saul and they also prophesied. And when Saul was told, he sent other messengers and they prophesied likewise. Then Saul sent messengers again the third time. Oh my god. And they prophesied. Why couldn't also? it just say that a bunch of people It's so fucking funny. Why <laughs> But also what? People are what are you talking about? Your version about? can just say everybody. Everybody was in there prophesying. <laughs> so now it took three times for Saul to go, I'm gonna go over there myself and see what's going on. <laughs> and the same thing happens to him. And he's prophesying until he came to Nath and he also stripped off his clothes and prophesied before Samuel in like manner and lay down naked all that day and all that night. What? He just got naked for some reason and laid there the whole fucking day. I don't understand what's going on. Me either. <laughs> yeah. And in it, it, that passage, this chapter ends saying, therefore they say, is Saul also among the prophets? What? Because he came and prophesied and got naked that one day. Okay. No. The answer is no. <laughs> Next chapter, David leaves Nath, goes to Jonathan. He's like, what did I do to your dad that he wants to kill me like this? And Jonathan's like, oh, hell no. Nah. My dad wouldn't do anything to you without telling me. And David's like, your dad knows that we're friends and he wants to keep it from you. But I'm serious. He's trying to kill me. And Jonathan tells him that he'll do whatever needs to be done to help them because he loves him, you know? <laughs> and he, whatever it was that I said before. Just, I don't remember. Yeah, greatly delighted in him oh, or yes. something. Um, so. I like that that phrase. Yeah. Here's David's plan. He tells John, <laughs> tomorrow is the new moon, which I guess is associated with some feast. And he's supposed to go eat with Saul. 
but he's going to go hide in a field. And if Saul's looking for him, Jonathan should just tell him that he went to Bethlehem, where he's from, Mm -hmm. for a yearly sacrifice with the family. Normal. It's the new moon, feastings and things, and I went down there. That's what you tell him. Mm -hmm. And such a weird plan. He goes, so if he's okay with that explanation, that's great. But if he's really mad, then we'll know he's trying to kill me. What? So there's a little back and forth after this about whether David can trust Jonathan. And they eventually just go out into a field. And Jonathan promises David that as God is his witness, he will send word to David to flee if his dad is still mad and all this blah, 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 blah. So verse 17 says that, listen to this, Jonathan loved David as he loved his own soul. That's nice. That's a lot of love. Yeah. So yeah, so he just basically reiterates David's, David's plan right back to him. But he adds, okay, so after you're hidden for three days in this field, you're going to come down and wait by the stone easel. Capital E-Z-E-L. So some stone that has a name and the name is easel. 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 Okay. Jonathan tells David that (laughs) these fucking Bible plans make no sense. He goes, okay, so you're going to come down to this stone. Jonathan, or excuse me, I'm Jonathan. I'm going to shoot three arrows out around you where you're hiding. And some kid, and I'm going to tell a kid to go get the arrows. And if I tell the kid the arrows are on the side, go get them, then you'll know that you're safe. But if I tell the kid the arrows are beyond, then you got to go. My dad's trying to kill you. But, yeah, but he's like, but, you know, if you got to go, we're still going to be BFFs. Yeah. I think that's really important to know. Because I'm delighted. Greatly greatly delighted. So David goes and hides in the field, according to plan, and this new moon feast starts. Saul notices that Dave's not there, but he doesn't say anything the first day because he's thinking, I don't know what this thought process is. He says something has happened to him. He is unclean. Surely he is unclean. Mm. That must be why he's not here. What the fuck does that mean? But the second day, Saul asks John where Dave is at. And John gives the arranged response. Oh, Bethlehem with his family. And Saul gets pissed. and, And he says... This fucking weird thing. You son of a perverse, rebellious woman. Do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, you shall not be established, nor your kingdom. Now, therefore, send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. What? I don't know. I'm going to need you to explain that one to me. I don't understand. He's just basically blaming his anger for Jonathan on his mom. Basically, your mom's a bitch. (laughs) You know, that kind of an argument. 
and how dare you, and you better bring me this guy, he's gonna die. This is like very rough to be saying to yourself. I'm, it's very weird. And yeah, he's like pissed. He's like feels betrayed that Jonathan's trying to help David. But like Jonathan's just like, he didn't do anything to you. He's my friend. Like, why are you trying to kill him for no reason? So John is like, what did he do? And then Saul tries to kill his own son with a spear. And then it says that that's how John knew that he was serious about killing David. But it's like, did you not? How did you not get that before? Right. It was very like clear. He asked you to kill him. Yeah. But also, like, this guy needs to stop with the spears. He clearly is not good. Right. Choose, Missing it every a time. a new weapon. Mm-hmm. So he gets up in anger, Jonathan does, and doesn't eat anything because he's so upset about this whole David situation. He is upset. In the morning, he goes out to the field with a little boy. <laughs> he tells the kid to go run and pick up the arrows that he's going to shoot. The kid starts running, and John shoots an arrow past him. This just seems dangerous. I'm not sure why we're doing this. And when the kid gets to the arrow, John shouts out, Hey, didn't that arrow go beyond you? (laughs) Like this weird code that they had established is fucking stupid. But then he tells the kid to hurry up. Like, why are you telling him to hurry? So the kid gets the arrows... It says plural arrows, even though it says he shot one arrow. And brings them back to his master. Gross. The Bible notes that the kid, he doesn't know anything about what's actually going on behind the scenes. Sure, why would he? Yeah. Only John and, and Dave knew. The Bible, like, specifies Of course, this. yeah. yeah. I mean, and John got gives, it. John gives the kid his weapons then and tells him to, oh, go take these to the city. Okay. David comes out from his hiding place in this field. I don't know where you're hiding in a field. Just laying flat on your back. Right. (laughs) I'm not sure. He comes out. He falls on the ground. He bows three times. And they kissed one another. And they wept together. But David more so. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Especially from the beginning of the story. Yeah. And John tells him to go in peace and that basically all their kids are going to be friends or whatever. And David leaves and John goes back to the city. (laughs) And we are going to have more David next week. And I'm going to give you a preview by saying, remember... I feel like we talked about it before. The Hallelujah song that references I saw you bathing on the roof. But I I never remembered that lyric in the song anyway. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's a reference to a story from next week's portion of David Great. where he's looking out at a woman and what he does to get this woman, even though by that point he had already had a few wives. And he just needed to add. Hmm. And we'll talk about what he did to do that, which is very fun. Cool. (laughs) Another situation where David, who ends up being referenced in the Bible so many goddamn times, 
as being like a man after God's own heart and like this very special guy, just like Abraham. And he does some fucking shitty ass things like everybody else in the Bible. Yeah. Just horrible, terrible, bullshitty things. Sometimes you make your sim a criminal mastermind. <laughs> and in God's case, with specifically his special book, is every single person involved, pretty oh, much. Great, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, that's a little sneak preview of next week. Cool. <laughs> we'll get more David. <laughs> Any closing thoughts? I'm just wondering, yeah. is uh, David maybe gay? You know, you could totally, I mean... They're really close. I remember always hearing in, in, like, I remember hearing about David and Jonathan all the time as a kid. Like, boy, look at this beautiful friendship. Was there uh, some, like, <laughs> Jonathan and David fanfic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I bet there is out there somewhere. Search up writing. some Jonathan and oh. David fanfic. <laughs> not writing it. To, to see if it exists. That um, would be really gross to see so cool because <laughs> these bible characters are awful yeah and i don't want to see them interact and they're all gross and weird if you search for highball which you already know how to spell because you're listening to this mm-hmm. uh on any social media you'll find us there and you should do that and again you know you should tell your friends about us and especially if they'll be offended no, then... I don't want that. <laughs> I'm a baby. I don't want that. Because they're more likely to share on social media. And, you know, that might be great PR. <laughs> yeah. Not PR, but great publicity. Yeah. <laughs> <Am> I... yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yes. All right. Have a beautiful... Oh, I mean, this will be out on Mother's Day. Have yes, a wonderful of day. Absolutely. Have have an extra wonderful day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.